Good morning and welcome to the morning show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. Are you ready? You know, I thought my phone was on and I turned it off, but I think I actually just turned it on. Hmm. Now it's off. Good. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, 34 degrees right now in Jackson. Warm day today. High of 37. We will have um, some rain, possibly some snow, some drizzle, snizzle. Uh, wind chill 25 degrees right now in Jackson. But we'll be getting cold on the weekend. Saturday night and Friday night, we could get um, near zero. Really? Yes. Oh, man. So hockey and ice fishing uh, season is not yet over. No. I have seen so many people taking advantage of our lakes here in Jackson. We are so lucky. Uh, imagine living in a cold weather climate where you you have no access to a lake, and that exists not here. So it's very cool. It's fun to live on a lake, I assume. You know, having the ice rink right out in the back. So it's mm -hmm. very cool. I haven't been invited to any uh, ice hockey games yet. No, it is fun to live on the lake, except in the summer when you're uh, inundated with uh, guests. Yeah. Well, I guess that's part of it, right? Yeah. Uh, happy birthday to Austin Blair, mm. uh, Michigan's war governor, who's called that because he served during the Civil War, and he was from Jackson. And there's a park named after him, Austin Blair Park. Uh, the statue in front of the, U uh, the Michigan Capitol is Austin Blair, and he was uh, ahead of his time. He was an abolitionist, led an effort to ban capital punishment, and fought for voting rights for blacks and women. And this was in 1861. Amazing, right? Yeah. Can you imagine uh, what he dealt with trying to uh, be a leader and an abolitionist? I'm sure it wasn't easy. No. Well, yesterday, uh, some sad news, as you've all heard. Uh, Al Glick passed away at the age of 95. And Al had uh, not been uh, well for the last few weeks. Um, I know a lot of people were looking for him on the uh, sidelines at the Michigan basketball games, a fixture at the games uh, for many years. Biggest Michigan fan in Jackson, no The biggest doubt. Michigan fan that, that uh, ever existed, no doubt. And uh, I think he's most important. Uh, you just talked about Governor Blair. I think Al's the most important person uh, in the history of Jackson, Michigan. I was thinking about mm -hmm. that. And um, he for sure is. Um, the the amount that he d he done and you know continue his family will continue to do for Jackson is unbelievable. Um, I gotta say the this facility at Jackson High that is not yet complete will just change change the game for Jackson. It will just it's unbelievable what's that what that is going to do for Jackson Public Schools. But great man, great friend, and just great person. And uh, I was fortunate enough to uh, call Al a neighbor, which when I first moved into the neighborhood, I thought I must be in the wrong neighborhood if I'm <laughs> in the same neighborhood as Al. But a uh, very, very uh, just modest man, great guy, and uh, we will definitely miss him. Yes, indeed. Uh, modest and humble and generous beyond bounds. Nobody knows really how much Al contributed because mm -hmm. a lot of what he did uh, he did quietly. Yeah, uh, I know the Michigan um, uh, donations to Mott's Children's Hospital, the Michigan football program, uh, all of the different, uh, the, the Chad mm -hmm. Carr uh, fund, all the different things uh, that he's done that people know about um, 
were well publicized, but there's just so much, including here in Jackson, that he wanted to keep quiet. And just in the last few months, with this construction of the new outdoor or indoor practice facility at Jackson High, because of COVID and cost overruns and delays, the project cost was increasing by the day. And Al would call Jack Fairley at Jackson High and say, what do you need? And Jack said one day, well, we could use another million dollars. And Al said, okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely amazing. You know, Al applied for the head coaching position at the University of Michigan football. Did you know that? No, I didn't. He did, and uh, it's a funny letter he wrote. It's, it was in his office, and I believe Bo Schembechler uh, wrote, wrote him back and told him, uh, no, that you would not be hired, but uh, Al, a fixture at, uh, he's, he's a part of Michigan, really a part of the university, a part of Michigan mm -hmm. athletics, and uh, just a pillar of our community, no doubt. Yeah, it was nice to see the, the tributes from all the Michigan legends. Yeah, the coaches, um, you know, Al was good friends with uh, these, these people. It wasn't just window dressing. He was really mm -hmm. good friends with a lot, of, a lot of these folks and spent a lot of time and got to know their families. And they got to know Al and his family and his Al Rose Steele family. And I know there's a lot of folks that are uh, Michigan graduates that are a part of the Al Rowe team uh, to this day across the country. So um, legacy will continue to live on forever, for sure. Yeah, and the company he and his brother established uh, will continue to live on and continue to, uh, I think, uh, mirror the ideals of uh, Al in its, uh, in its future. I'm, I'm sure of it. And they've already uh, established, his legacy has been established and will continue in our mm -hmm. community for, uh, for decades. One of the coolest, uh, a lot of people know that Al has a lot of memorabilia. The coolest, <laughs> the coolest thing is a... Uh, a handwritten note from Arnold Palmer to uh, Al talking about uh, Nicorette and how Al should talk to Dave Hill about it to try and get him to quit smoking. And Arnold Palmer had used it to, to quit smoking and he wrote Al a handwritten letter. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing the, the, the people that uh, Al knew on a first name basis. Yeah, there's a, there's a museum of Michigan and Jackson sports history. Dave Hill memorabilia. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. Very cool. He uh, did so much so much for uh, Dave Hill, the, uh, the Hill brothers, and, mm -hmm. and Brian Stewart, too, who's uh, competing on the PGA Tour right now. Elro is his number one sponsor. <laughs> um, so it's just, it's so cool to see. Yep. It's done a, a great uh, many things for a great many people. And our community and really all over. Well, the uh, governor today is going to unveil details of her next year's budget, which will start this fall. And she's uh, planning on devoting uh, more than a billion additional dollars to transportation. Hmm. Uh, also, she will be spending, uh, proposed spending um, money to boost salaries among teachers, create retention bonuses, give checks to frontline workers, and inject money into a fund for uh, business incentives. She'll be meeting with uh, lawmakers today to go over details of her budget. And yesterday, uh, lawmakers passed a $1.2 billion spending bill 
for uh, health care, $300 million to help hospitals, nursing homes, and other health care facilities, uh, $70 million in grants to adult foster care facilities and homes for the aged. So this money that has been sitting really in Lansing this for is, some time. Yeah, this, this is, is the COVID money that's going COVID out, money. right? Yep. Yeah. So it's finally going out. Mm-hmm. Yep. And a new law went into effect, and now uh, Michigan residents no longer have to pay um, a tax on feminine hygiene products. It uh, went into effect on Thursday. Guess how much money the state collected on the so-called tampon tax? <laughs> well, let's do a quick math, Brandon. I have no idea. Seven million dollars <laughs> a year. Are you serious? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? That's ridiculous. Yeah. There should so, not be a tax. No. There should not be a no. tax. So. Good, they'll save, save uh, households some money. Hey, uh, Super Bowl, I was thinking about going to the game. Have you <laughs> looked at ticket prices? Uh, no, I, I haven't. I did. Oh. The cheapest ticket, Brandon, if you and your boy would like to go, if he's a big Cincy fan and you'd love to take him to the Super Bowl, sure. mm-hmm. cheapest ticket right now is $3,885, and that's for top row. That's not even flying there. Oh, no, no, that's just, and that's, that's before service fees. Um, And I think the hotels they charge maybe a little more. They do, (laughs) they do. It is, uh, gosh, if you, what's the most amount of money you ever spent on a ticket to a sporting event? I'll probably have you beat. Well, actually, no. Well, the golf, the golf tournament. Well, not golf, but like a single game. I don't know, a couple hundred dollars maybe? Yeah, a yeah. couple hundred. Never, you'd never spend $3,800. I would never you? do that. Brandon, if Michigan State or the Lions, let's say the Lions were in the Super Bowl <laughs> and it was going to be in Detroit, and oh my gosh, you, you've been saving, would you, fig- would you figure out a way to go? No, no. But if I could get the tickets and resell them for more money, I would, but I would not pay that kind of money to go to the game. You know what I think you could do? I think you could resell, re- or I think you should buy those mm-hmm. right now. Okay. And then try and flip them in a couple of days and see if you can make any money. I can do that. You should do that. Do you have time off if I can't sell them and I have to go? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll give you time off. Right. And uh, we'll give you a $100 Spirit Airlines gift card. <laughs> <laughs> see if you uh, get there. Um, the Olympics are going on, and I've just... Super Bowl I, bets. Oh, yeah. 31 million yeah. Americans are going to bet on this year's Super Bowl. Yep. And guess uh, where they're, how they're leaning. They are leaning toward the Rams. That's right, 55%. This is up the amount of money that they are going to spend wagering $7.6 billion betting on the Super Bowl. Isn't that something? That's amazing. Isn't that something? Um, Olympics, I'm already looking forward to the 2026 Olympics in Italy. And if not those, then maybe Salt Lake City in 2030. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah. I watched a lot of the snowboarders fall, and it turns out you can fall and still do well. I, yeah, you can fall early and win. Yeah. Uh, we're still not doing well in the medals yeah. no. for the United States. No. Not yet. No, we're not. Is Sweden no. still leading for gold? We need an Olympic correspondent, <laughs> and we will try and have yeah. one of those ready for mm-hmm. next week. Yeah. Let's get to our scoreboard for Extreme Dodge, brought to you by our friends over at Extreme Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Check out their new oil change building. One of the quickest around get you in and out in no time. Girls basketball, Columbia Central, they beat Lenaway Christian, Concord beat Homer, and Chelsea beat Jackson. The, uh, the big one, though, 
Uh, Grass Lake beat Michigan Center 55-33, and Grass Lake's Gabby Luchka went over the 1,000-point career mark. That's pretty good. That's really good. It's awesome. Congratulations to her. And uh, Climax Scots, they beat Jackson Christian. Chelsea beat Jackson. Leslie over Lumen Christie in Northwest. They took care of Grand Ledge. A lot of great photos last night from our photographers. Sarah and Austin were out last night. Were you out last night as well, Bart? No. Okay, no. Great shots on our website. Chelsea did beat Jackson and boys 20, or by 20 points. Terrell Whitehead 14 to lead the Vikings. Lumen Christie fell to Eaton Rapids 49-31, and it was reading over Springport. In competitive cheer, Michigan Center finish, finished first. Big surprise there, and that was in the Cascades Conference Final. Boys Bowling, Manchester won and Homer won, and in girls bowling, Manchester and Homer. Uh, one addition in boys bowling, Grass Lake 21, Jonesville 9, Parker Horvath rolled a 423 for the Warriors. Wow. Yep. I need to get out to the bowling alley and see how my scores would compare to some of these folks. Go today when the pro bowlers are in town. No, that's intimidating. <laughs> is Kevin Hart a pro bowler? Is he here? I don't know. I know T.O. is. T.O. is a pro bowler. There's a lot of guys that are, that are yeah. pro bowlers. I don't know if... Uh, Chris Paul. The top Chris 50 Paul, bowlers yeah. in the world are here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, so hockey, Celine over Jackson 2-1. to one. United moves to 10 and 10. Let's get to on deck, Noah. Our on deck for tonight. East Jackson at Hanover in boys basketball. Grass Lake at Michigan Center. That's our JTV game, correct? And Jackson Christian is at Climax Scott's. Napoleon looked to pick up a win at Addison. And then Manchester uh, heads into Vandercook Lake. Be a tough game for Manchester. Wrestling districts are starting D1. They're uh, at Battle Creek Central. You've got Jackson taking on Lakeview. And then uh, winner of that will take on Central. Division three is at Napoleon. And we've got uh, some bowling and hockey in the area as well tonight. Uh, a note for uh, hockey, Friday uh, we'll have Lumen Christie versus Jackson United. Uh, that'll be live at 6 p.m. on JTV. And it's the battle for the boot. And there is a sock drive that's going on. Donations of socks will be collected at the game and donated to Catholic Charities for children in foster care. Let's warm the soul for others. And February is also National Cancer Prevention Month. On November 13th, 2021, we lost our beloved honorary captain, Kellen McCord, and Lumen Christie continues to crusade for Kellen and asks you to honor his memory, donating to the following organizations to support neuroblastoma research. So, be a uh, great game. We're looking forward to it live from Optimist at 6 p.m. Friday night. Tune in. Yep. With uh, Dr. A.J. Belays on the Yeah, Dr. Call. A.J. Belays. Yes, uh, Valentine's Day is happening, and we have had this lovely gift from Jackson Candy and Fudge Factory. And uh, the best thing to do is just go in and tell them exactly what you would like. Pick it out. They'll basket it up for you, and you take it to your lovely Valentine. <laughs> and I'm going to take this one right here. 
Only $21, can you believe it? 21, this one's free, I'm taking it. Who's on the show today? Today we have a great show. We are honoring a lot of award winners for the Jackson County Chamber of Commerce and we're gonna get things started with the Small Business Person of the Year after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Today's show is being brought to you by The Jewelry Shop, your Valentine's gift-giving headquarters. The Jewelry Shop, located at 765 West Franklin Street, corner of Southwest Avenue and Franklin. I remind you that it's Valentine's Day coming up on Monday and they have you covered. Locally owned and operated, stop in and get the perfect gift for your Valentine this year at the Jewelry Shop. Our first guest on today's morning show is the winner of the Small, Burst, Small Business Person of the Year presented <laughs> by the Jackson County Chamber of Commerce and Ambassador of the Year, Joe Sharp from Printer Source Plus. Good morning, fellas. Congratulations. Thank you. It's a Thank mouthful. You. It is. Well, I mean, two awards in one year, Joe. That's awesome. It is very surprising. Talk, very uh, surprising. Talk, I know you put in a lot of hard work, and, and you're so involved in the community. To, to hear that you've won Small Business Person of the Year, what does that mean to you? It's unbelievable. I, I would have never, if you told me this 13 years ago, uh, I would never believe it, you know, yeah. nobody around me would have believed this either 13 years ago. <laughs> the end of this month is my 13 years of uh, sobriety. That's amazing. Congratulations on that. Thank and you. congratulations on uh, the success of the business. Thank you. I know, uh, I know there's a lot of people involved in, in the business, including some of the family. Absolutely. We have my wife, my son, my daughter. Uh, as you know, me and my mother started the store 15 years ago, and I bought them out in 2018. Yeah, uh, the store had a different name when it uh, first started. We were Rapid Refill, and uh, when we were Rapid Refill, we were under a franchise. Mm -hmm. And uh, in 2014, we became our own entity with Printer Source Plus. There's a lot of uh, qualifications to be a Small Business Person of the Year. They go through everything with a fine-tooth comb. That's you for sure. Deliver them financials, <laughs> and you have the company history, your community involvement, how you treat your employees, they interview your staff. It's it's pretty intense. Yeah, it was a really amazing and an eye opener on how uh, how they go through everything. But uh, we passed. Yeah. So I, I'm very grateful, and uh, yeah, I was very surprised, but. Uh, you know, we do a lot of work in the community. Yeah, you definitely do. And uh, you've been a chamber ambassador and one ambassador of the year, which, you know, I said, duh, of course, well, you're ambassador <laughs> of the year. I see you everywhere I go at uh, everything you're there. How do you carve out the time to, you know, a lot of these ribbon cuttings or events, they're, they're in between nine to five. How are you cutting out the time to make sure you're a part of that? I'm very grateful that my wife is uh, forgiving for that. Uh, <laughs> she, she, a lot of times she's with me. Uh, when we go to the ribbon cuttings to meet, you know, we're out there to meet, shake hands, and greet everybody. Welcome them, you know, to Jackson. Jackson's a wonderful place. I mean, it is a wonderful city. We have a lot going on here. Mm -hmm. What do you owe your success to when there's so much competition in your field, particularly uh, online? People can can get a, a, a lot of the things that you you offer. Uh, 
and a million other places. Yeah, like Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the biggest things that kill my heart is when I hear businesses, you know, are buying from Amazon or, you know, Staples, big box stores. Uh, what we bring to the table is we're right here. You have any kind of issues at all, we come out. Personally, I go out. I mean, there's not anybody on my team that cannot go out and assist with, mm -hmm. you know, printer problems or, or thereof. You're very involved in the community, as Andy said, we, we see at a lot of the, the chamber events, but outside of that, what are the things, what are the passions uh, for you in this community? Oh, I, you know, I really like uh, helping the young men, so I teamed up with uh, John uh, Willis III, uh, offered me a spot on their board, and it was a no-brainer for me to get to the kids, you know, when they're in that adolescent stage. Uh, when I had started drinking, I was 13 years mm -hmm. old, so I think that's a area right there where we need to make sure, you know, that we have, you know, good guidance for the kids, and John Willis is putting something together over there that's just amazing with the Isaiah's Team Hub. Yeah. It's really coming along. And you have a great story that really can resonate uh, with, with young folks. What is your message to young folks about getting involved in their community and being a part of their community? Anything that you're passionate about, I can guarantee you there's a nonprofit that can use your help. They, I don't, whatever it is, I guarantee you, hit, hit me up. I can guide you to Regina Pini, you know, she, she can definitely, you know, help you, you know, get to where you're going. But there's so many committees out here that need help and so many people that complain on Facebook about <laughs> things, but they don't get active in them. If they were just to get active and put forth a little bit of effort, I think we could really come together as a community and, yeah. you know, do a lot of change. Joe, what are the things that uh, you do to keep your uh, staff energized and excited uh, and coming to work uh, with a great attitude every day? Uh, well, to be honest with you, uh, we pray every morning. We start our day off at 8.05 with a prayer. Uh, I think that always, you know, lights everybody's fire, you know, and uh, we, uh, we take care of our employees. We, we take care of them, you know, with everything, benefits and everything. We, we, uh, we know that without our employees, our business will not be, our, you know, move like it is right now. So. You guys also do some fun things in the office. I know there's currently <laughs> a uh, wrestling belt going around the office <laughs> for a weight loss challenge. But you guys, yeah. you guys do have fun. I see some fun in the office as well. Yeah, yeah, I think you have to keep it fun. Keep it light, you know. I mean, obviously there are troubles that come up that we have to put all hands on deck. But for the most part... You know, we just want people to know that we're truth. You know, we're out here, we're honest, and we're just here to help. One of the things I think that's pretty neat that you've done is uh, you've become a neighborhood of businesses, uh, and you're purposely located where you are in order to have synergy with your neighbors. Yeah, yeah. We built a one-stop shop where we have everything in one facility, so there's nothing for a business that we can't help with in one way or another. Let it be phones, IT, copiers, ink, and... You know, pretty much uh, we even have an electrician in the building now. So, yeah, they're, they're, we're, we're moving along. We're moving along pretty good. And, you know, we pass a lot of leads back and forth. So it's working out well. Do the chamber ambassadors still wear those uh, gold <laughs> ABC Wide World of Sports jackets? <laughs> no, no. We actually have black vests now. And back to the chamber committee, that was really surprising winning that award because we have a strong committee. Right. You know, we have a lot of good people on our I call it a team. It's a you know ambassador team because we work together as a team. I really appreciate you know everybody on that committee you know for nominating me. That was yeah. amazing, and that 
cheered me up. Honestly, yeah. it was an honor to you know to receive that amongst the people that were in the room. Yeah, that, and that ambassador committee really um, can act as the face of the chamber a lot of the times, and out at a lot of ribbon cuttings and events. And those ribbon cuttings are great, Joe, because um, you know you're there for the start of these folks a lot of time their their first couple weeks in business and and you're able to uh, kind of share some of your experiences with them and it's just a cool thing yeah it's awesome meeting the guys you know face to face and actually shaking hands with them it's i advise everybody to get involved with the chamber in the community that's how that's how it's done i mean yeah. just start networking and get out there the uh, small business person of the year award is sponsored by county national bank Thanks to County National Bank for their support, longtime support of the Chamber of Commerce and the support of the business community in sponsoring the Small Business Person of the Year Award and Community Awards Week is sponsored by Consumers Energy. Joe, congratulations, good news. Uh, the Chamber has set a date for the uh, actual Night of Distinction and it will be at the Michigan Theater and then at Veritas and it's when is it? February, February 23rd. Yep. yep. Yeah. Do you have your speech written? I do. Good. I do. I had it written prior, you know, of yeah. course, and uh, I just didn't expect two speeches, you know, yeah. and I was going to have to do two of them, but yeah, I'm, I'm prepared. Awesome. Can't yeah. wait to see it. Thank you, man. Joe Sharp, the Small Business Person of the Year and Ambassador of the Year. We'll be right back after this quick break. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. We're back on The Morning Show, and our next guest is a winner of a Brick Award from the Jackson County Chamber of Commerce, Mike Hurst from Andy's Angels and Andy's Place. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys this morning? Doing Good. well. Doing well. So Andy's Place, obviously, beautiful. Just absolutely beautiful. Did you think you'd win a Brick Award for this? Well, we were hoping we would, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, quite an honor coming from the, the Chamber of Commerce and the Jackson Area Contractors, which I'm a member of. And, you know, we really support those people a lot. Um, you know, if we want to have a vibrant economy here in Jackson, then we better use our local suppliers, our yeah. local workers. And we're certainly not out there to, to force people to, you know, you got to use somebody from Jackson. We just want people from Jackson to have the first crack at sure. it, the, the opportunity. The award sponsored by the Jackson Commercial Contractors Association and uh, two uh, outstanding award winners will be presented with their bricks uh, later this month. But there are a number of other projects that were uh, completed in the past uh, year that are also going to be getting bricks as uh, uh, gratitude for uh, their investments in the community. So those uh, folks will also be honored on the Night of Distinction. But really, this has become a showplace, not just for the community, but I understand people have come from across the country to take a look at this project. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's, we've got a lot of steam behind us right now. Um, you know, it won the uh, best housing project from the affordable housing industry. Mm -hmm. uh, was awarded that in the entire country in the special needs category. And uh, when I was in Washington a couple months ago, a lot of lawmakers, so, you know, they want to talk about how we did that and how we accomplished that. Mike, what did the, uh, the this property look like before uh, shovels went in the ground for Andy's place? Well, it used to be the Oddfellow Rebecca home, uh, sold a long time ago to Gary and Laura Weinhardt. And of course it was, uh, you know, it was in a dilapidated shape and he had plans to do something with it. And 
Uh, we were looking for property. I thought that was the perfect spot. Uh, you know, we had the mall there for people to have work. We're, we're kind of away from a residential neighborhood. We're already zoned in a um, area that we needed to be zoned properly mm -hmm. in. And there's a bus stop on that route. I, th I thought it was just a perfect spot. And I approached Gary and Laura Weinhart about buying that piece of property. And, and they did just like everybody else on this entire uh, project. <clears throat> they decided not to go for the big profit. They decided to make a difference. And so mm -hmm. they sold it at a, at a below market price that piece of property uh, to make something happen, something good for the community. And you really didn't have, you had your first choice on the location, and you didn't have any of the not in my backyard uh, naysayers. Uh, you know, our very first crack was in the city, and, and yes, we ran into a few obstacles there. I didn't think it was a good location anyway because of the fact I'm trying to get them out of the city. I'm trying to get them mm -hmm. out of that chaotic lifestyle. and. Uh, so when this property, I saw this property, I said, man, that, 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 that piece is perfect. This, it's made for this project. And, uh, what are the details of this building, Mike? Size and uh, rooms? Well, the uh, main building has 39 single bedroom apartments. It has eight office spaces that we are free of charge. So if somebody wants to bring a recovery group in there and have an office space right mm -hmm. on site, go for it. We, we'd love to have you. There's an exercise room. I think I saw it on your screen a few minutes ago. Um, there's a beautiful community room we, we, we have in there and that, you know it's not just for meetings Andy it's for I want people to experience all the things that they haven't had that opportunity to experience I want to have a birthday party for my mm -hmm. five-year-old they can have it now they have a right. space to have that with a kitchen this refrigerator if they don't want it catered they can cook their own food everybody can do that graduation parties uh, you know my 80 year old grandmother's birthday party mm -hmm. they, they now have a place to do that and, and appreciate and do all the things that, that uh, most people do growing up in life. Yeah, you think what we're talking about, people, there's people out there that do not have spaces for something simple enough as their five-year-old's birthday party. Exactly. It's, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Yes, it is. So for what, what you guys are able to do and, and allowing fa families in, right? Allowing families in to see their loved ones who are trying to better themselves. Absolutely. You know, the family building has been my, uh, you know, is dear to my heart. CPS would not let you have your kids back. You, you've, you've went through jail, you've went to, they sent you to rehab, you completed that, you did your outpatient, you, you did everything the court asked you to do. You still can't have your kids back because you don't have a decent place to stay. I can understand that completely. Uh, not only a decent place, a secure place. Now that CPS, now that Andy's place is there, CPS says they certainly can have their kids back. Now they can finish their recovery without that burden of wondering mm -hmm. on their kid's birthday, wonder where my kid's at today at Christmas, uh, you know, Easter. All the holidays, uh, you know, that, that's really hard on, on a mother or a father to be trying to climb the biggest mountain they ever climbed in their life and they don't have their kids around too. Uh, it's just a, such a deterrent, it's unreal. And of course, I'm a big proponent of, of keeping the family together. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, even if you're not married, that doesn't mean you still can't be a father. <laughs> you, you still gotta be a mother. And what I really dislike, what I see a lot in, uh, in the outside world is parents weaponizing the kids uh, because they're holding a grudge against the dad who mm -hmm. maybe got involved in drugs and rebuilt his life and they still, they use that, that child as a wedge and that's just not right. That's mm -hmm. child abuse in the first degree. Mike, when you started uh, Andy's Angels, uh, I know you said you, could, you gotta do something um, after your son's um, tragic death. Did you ever envision that this, this is the something that would have the result. I, I must tell you, uh, you know, I, I did envision this. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I, you have to do that if you want to do something big. 
you talk to any athlete out there on the professional level, they see themselves hitting that ball over the fence for a home run when it's three balls, two strikes, bottom of the ninth. You know, they visualize those things. And really, if you want to dream big, go for it, dream big. But then, you know, to realize that dream, it takes a lot of hard work and a lot of effort. And, and we did the hard work and we did the effort. I get too much credit for this project. Um, certainly, I was, uh, you know, heavily involved in it. <laughs> but, you know, you got to have a lot of help from your, your, your you know, all the government uh, officials that represent the people of Jackson. They're on board with this 100%, and without them, it wouldn't even have been possible. Well, there's still a lot of work work that went on uh, behind the scenes. You definitely, uh, I don't think you get enough credit, to be honest with you. Um, well, there's a lot too. of work getting through yeah. all those, uh, all the organizations, the government ent entities, the bureaucracy. I mean, it, it's a lot of work to get anything done, and, and this is just unbelievable. Yeah, you, you accomplished something a lot of people have been unable to do. You got Democrats and Republicans working together. <laughs> How'd you do that? <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty big accomplishment. You know, when we started out this project, Governor Snyder walked in the room, and I, Mike Shirky was sitting there, and I said, hey, Mike, how's the election going? He says, can't talk about that. I said, well, why not? He says, Governor Snyder said anybody on this, this team that he was putting together, he says, we're not, politics is not allowed. And I thought, man, fantastic, you know. We got great ideas from, from Democrats. We got great ideas from Republicans. We got great ideas from independents. How about we put them all in a basket? Because the real answer is somewhere in between. It's, you know, nobody has a, a, you know, a cap on, I have all the answers. It's really a combination of people working together and talking things out and, and not uh, using their political affiliation uh, as a shield to not want to talk about certain mm -hmm. things. And they all need to be talked about. They need to be financed properly. There's a lot of great ideas out there. If they're not financed properly, they're probably not going to make it. Mike, congratulations on all the success of Andy's Place Apartments, and congratulations on the Brick Award. Well-deserved. Oh, thank you so much. Really appreciate everything you guys have done for the community also. Absolutely. Thank you. Mike Hurst from Andy's Angels and Andy's Place on The Morning Show. We'll be right back. Another Brick Award winner after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to The Morning Show on JTV. With us now is another Brick Award winner from Excel Staffing, Dave and Monica White. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. How are you? Congratulations on this award. Thank, Thank you. you very much. This is. Uh, for, let me ask you, how long have you been in that that building downtown? Uh, since 2012. Really? Yep. Okay. So you did a ton of renovation. It looks amazing. We're going to see some of these pictures. Yeah, when so you, let's talk about what the building is. Yeah, let's talk about people the know it as the old Knights of Columbus building or the old Telephone Company building. It's Absolutely. one of Jackson's oldest buildings. Yes. Built in 1895. Really? Yes. On Pearl Street, uh, across from the uh, Cortland Street, Carlin Street yes. across from the uh, Masonic Temple. Yes. When you um, when you got this building in 2012, was renovating something that you always kind of had in mind? Well, we knew ultimately we wanted to renovate it. Um, we, I mean, literally, we purchased it on a Friday and we moved our our staff in the next Friday, so we had limited time to to do it. So we always knew that it was kind of on our list of things that we wanted to do. Uh, we do have offices in Kalamazoo and Marshall, and when we redid those offices, those offices ended up nicer than our home office. <laughs> so, uh, and then with COVID, it kind of created some downtime and created the opportunity, and we struggled for years to get the look that 
we wanted and Monica had been scouring through and finally pulled up some pictures and I'm like, all right, this is perfect. And Monica, it's absolutely beautiful. I love Thank the black, you. the open windows. What would you call this design? Industrial, but definitely I wanted to keep the masculine feel of the whole Knights of Columbus and the telephone company, just that original yeah. brick, wood. The black outline on the yeah. windows. Though. And the glass so, offices, so cool. absolutely just loved so that they can see what's going on and you don't feel like you're pushed off from it gives a privacy but yet you know if you need to have a private conversation that you can it's uh you know the the during previous renovations they had bricked over all of the old windows right and uh you know it was just i mean in my opinion it was miserable down there yeah and drop uh, ceiling right drop ceiling and and to be honest i mean we i mean we gained I mean, there's probably a foot and a half on each side that were all just covered. Uh, yeah, it, where looks, those it, were, it really looks so much wider. It does, yeah. yes. And it feels wider. And yeah. it's, it's just such an overall uh, night and day difference from what it was before. Now, uh, the basement, Ooh, that is a show place. Yeah. People, uh, that's in Jackson? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, my first experience with the Mongoose Club was the uh, John George. The John George, yeah. yeah. That's so I've people. been down yeah. there quite a bit, and uh, it looks a little different. Yes, uh, well, the poker tables, uh, me and some buddies have a, we do a poker league, so, sure. so that's why the poker tables are, aren't normally out there, but. Really the only difference is fresh carpeting down there, just cleaned it all up, it's pretty much original to when we got there. The woodwork is awesome, but mm -hmm. again, the new carpeting, it, it makes it look twice as big. It does, it really yeah. does. Yeah, that's the same carpet that we have upstairs, yeah. we just kind of followed all the way down. And you got the uh, cigar and gin smell out of there? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it took a while. <laughs> it took a while, but yes, it, uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't smell like smoke anymore. Um, this is a piece that I found in one of the drawers. It was uh, a dues book, and it's all of the little individual papers of the dues. There are some wonderful Jackson names I'm built sure. in that, and it's from the uh, oh, 1940s. Cool. So that's very she, cool. she pulled each, literally pulled the staples out and, and put them in the frame, and we've got three Doesn't or four like frames there, that, but, but if you scan history. through the names, if you look closely, you'll see a ton of Jackson history in those names. These are Knights of Columbus members? members yes. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Like literally in one of the, the back of one of the drawers, we, we, she pulled that out and and it was original, <laughs> and, and to be honest, I didn't even know that she was doing that, and then the next thing you know, she had that that out there. It was awesome. Another thing, when they were doing the renovation, they found uh, wooden bingo balls up in oh, cool. a little cubby in the staircase. And we've heard from people that uh, kids, now adults, said that uncles and grandpas would be down in the Knights of Columbus and they'd be out playing. So obviously they stole the bingo balls and went and hit <laughs> them. Cool. <laughs> have, you, uh, have you noticed, probably yourselves, but the staff enjoys coming into the office a little bit more? Oh yeah. Absolutely. It's just, a, just such a totally overall better feel. Um, yeah. And that's what we wanted. I mean, it just was before I just felt it was just, it just felt closed and, sure. you know, you couldn't see outside and, um, and now it's just, there's just so much light and uh, I love the natural brick and, um, you know, the open uh, uh, ductwork and, yeah. and that stuff is, is awesome. I think also what's cool is it is one of uh, Jackson's most historic buildings and you've preserved the exterior. It's not Covered. In fact, you even opened up more and returned more of it to its original appearance by opening up windows. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And I don't know, a lot of people don't know this, but there was like, that was the end building of a whole row of buildings at one point in time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I believe it was in the 60s 
they tore down all the other the buildings abutting to it. So the side that we let them do the um, the bright walls mm -hmm. on where the mural is, yeah. um, they that like if you looked at it, you could tell it wasn't finished brick mm -hmm. like the rest of the building, and that's why because there was another building butt up to it. Yeah. So. And it was really cool that uh, that is a particular mural that the Brightwalls team located there because it is more of Jackson history. It's actually one of the cars that's in the Lloyd Gannon uh, Museum. Well, I, I did request that because um, <laughs> when, 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 we uh, when we were working with Clay for the Brightwalls, uh, you know, we talked about different artists doing stuff. And, you know, some of them, I mean, don't get me wrong, they're all amazing. And, mm -hmm. And I did express to him that I'm like, I want something that cor correlates with, I feel like our building is historical and we want something that kind of goes with Jack. And I actually sent him a picture of a Carter car, which oddly enough, uh, we were just talking about our friend Brent Maurer. That was his great grandfather really? was the, was the uh, inventor of the Carter car. Really? And anyways, we told him that we would like something along that lines and, and we're ecstatic with the way it turned out. We love how we also pulled. incorporated the uh, Jackson Corset Company, so the woman is okay. wearing a corset, so that's nice. a nod to the corset company yeah, as well. well. That's, we're very happy with the mural that they chose. And well, thank you both for investing in, in Jackson um, and, and downtown. Not everyone has to do that, and uh, we certainly appreciate it. I can't wait to get over and see it. Absolutely. Yeah, now that Mongoloose Club, you mentioned the John George fundraiser that's been there every year. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you use that space for? Is it available? Are you Rent, do you rent it out? We don't really rent it out anymore. Uh, you know, there's we have a there's a few people that we've rented to over the years that the problem is is we can't really separate it real well mm -hmm. from the upstairs. Oh, so yeah, yeah um, that makes sense. Yeah. So it, it you know it kind of has to be somebody that you you know trust completely that all right you're not going to be wandering yeah. through the rest of our building you know <laughs> when you're when you're there so so it's just kind of limited the you know the. I guess the guest list, so right. to speak, as far as that goes. But we do do the John George fundraiser every year. Um, you know, there's other people that put that on. We just simply let them host it yeah. there. But but we're always eager to do that for them, and um, and they raise a ton of money for the great people at the John yeah, George. Home. Absolutely. So uh, jobs, though, are you guys still hiring for all industries? Is, <laughs> it, is it still crazy? <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I would say probably every single one of our customers is looking, and. Uh, it's starting to get a little bit closer to normal. Uh, yeah. uh, people, you know, the pandemic, a lot of people were, a lot of free money out there and mm -hmm. um, a lot of people took advantage of it. And, um, but that seem, yeah, that seems to be, uh, must be drying up a little bit yeah. because we have, uh, <laughs> we're definitely seeing a more traffic flow through. Yeah. It's, so. it's interesting. And some of these maybe entry level jobs, the pay has gone Absolutely. So, so far up. So are, are people more excited to get back into the workforce maybe than they were, say, a year ago? Well, I would say that if you were excited to get in the workforce, you probably would have been in it. <laughs> All right. so, yeah, exactly. That's a great um, point. Yeah. Uh, no disrespect to anybody, but... Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, right now, if you're looking for work, it's a great time. I mean, like you said, all the wages have came up. Mm -hmm. uh, and I mean, there's just, yeah, there's just a lot of good job openings right now. And, and almost all of our customers uh, are hiring long-term people. Yeah. I mean, they go through us as a stepping stone, you know, to kind of decide who they want to bring on long-term. Mm -hmm. But almost every one of our customers, and we're, we encourage them to be hired in. You know, I know mm -hmm. that seems kind of counterproductive, but uh, we want our employees to come to us looking for careers and we want, I feel like it's the best for our customers. Yeah, creating Dave, a strong community. Yeah. yeah, and they've contributed to this uh, strong community and its history. You've um, 
David Monica um, have been great caretakers of a lot of Jackson history. You own mm -hmm. other properties and even your own home. You've uh, yeah. done some uh, incredible restoration and uh, thanks for all that you do for the community. Thank you. We Thank love you Jackson. We're both born and raised here and, and we'll probably always be here. Yep. <laughs> so. Well, congratulations on the, uh, the Brick Award. Thank you very Thank much. You. Presented by the Jackson Commercial Contractors Association and the Chamber Night of Distinction coming up on February 23rd. So tickets are available for that if you'd like to be in the audience at the Michigan Theater as Dave and Monica get their uh, Brick Award and other awards are presented. Call the Chamber and get your tickets and then a uh, great reception at Veritas will follow. Uh, the morning show continues after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to The Morning Show, presented by the Pick Center. And all this week, we've been giving you great ideas for Valentine's Day gift giving. Have you taken any of those? Yes, I have. Okay. But I don't want to say what I got in particular because my wife could be watching. Good point. Well, this is kind of a Valentine's uh, story. A zoo in London, uh, aiming to bolster its population of endangered monkeys, hired a Marvin Gaye impersonator to oh. visit the zoo <laughs> and sing love songs. <laughs> the uh, Trentum Monkey Forest in Stafford, England, said David Largy, an experienced Marvin Gaye impersonator, performed selections from Soul Legends catalog, including Let's Get It On and Sexual Hearing. <laughs> sexual healing <laughs> inside the monkey habitat, uh, encouraging them to mate. Did it work? We won't know until the uh, breeding season, because um, apparently, uh, you know, it's a private thing. <laughs> and the monkeys just don't do it out in the middle of the grass. They will know in, uh, I think, three or four m months. You, you have that CD, Brandon? I do. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, well, we, we don't know. <laughs> we have heard. So, yeah. Did your uh, favorite movies get uh, Oscar nominations yesterday? Uh, Bullworth? Uh, the Power of the Dog, the big, uh, the big uh, nomination uh, getter, 12 nominations. Dune got 10 nominations. Steven Spielberg's West Side Story, I think it's the only one I've seen. I think I have not seen a movie. That got six, uh, or seven, seven nominations, and Belfast, seven nominations. But, you know, I think a lot of people just have not gone back to the movies yet. I haven't been to the movies since I saw Independence Day in theaters, <laughs> which was, I believe, 2000. No, that's not true. You've gone to... Uh, like a real movie, I have not. Sing. I, I, You've gone to Sing. Sing. Oh, yeah, a, a kid's movie. I haven't been kids to like movie. a blockbuster. Oh. I think the last like, I, I'm, I shouldn't speak anymore. I was <laughs> going to say Slumdog Millionaire is the last like award-winning <laughs> film I've seen, <laughs> which it could be true, other than a lot of award-winning documentaries that I watch. I won't be here tomorrow. Where are you going? I'm going away. Where? Quick trip somewhere. Where? I can't say. Unbelievable. <laughs> 
Well, so, I'll tell people when you're gone. So Dr. Cortland Katayan will be joining me tomorrow morning. So we'll get some updates from him. And then we'll also have the Chamber Connection. That's tomorrow morning. Later today on your show, City Manager Jonathan Green. Stafford Newsom, who's the new Northwest football coach. Gabriella Bach. Maria Etheridge. And Chris Elliott, president of Jackson Area Soccer Club. That's all for today. We'll see you this afternoon. Thank you.